Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey Southwest Live for January 17th, 2021. Tonight, we're live from Bar Canada in the D Las Vegas Hotel and Resort and Casino. Behind the Mask's College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by Verizon Wireless. Experience Verizon's 5G and 5G Ultra Band for business. Verizon Wireless, 5G built right. By Bell Ford. See our award-winning dealership at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix or go to bellford.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv and watch the best in college hockey all season long. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com and gear up for the new season on ice or in line. Cold beers and cheeseburgers. Twelve Valley locations, two in California. Your home for sports, craft beers, and made-to-order burgers. Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine Cancion Tequila. For the best margaritas and more, go to MexicanMoonshine.com to see how to get your bottle today. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey under the bright lights of Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Stop in and pick up any of our award-winning sauces on your way home at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Caesars Entertainment Resorts. Anywhere you want to go, you can bet. There's a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Burrito Express, the East Valley's home of the always available breakfast burrito. Go to burritoexpress.com for the location near you. And by College Bar and Grill at 740 Southville Avenue in Tempe. ASU owned, alumni owned and operated. And College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in. My friend is sitting right next to me about two feet away right here at the beautiful Bar Canada in the middle of downtown Las Vegas at the D Las Vegas Hotel Casino Resort. Uh, we got here Saturday. Paul got here a little early. Got here on Friday. Uh, we sat up yesterday. We did a little stuff out at Circa. Uh, enjoyed stadium swim for a night. Uh, Paul got in the pool again today. Uh, spent most of the day there, I think. Um, I did. While, while I was doing work, but that's the way it goes around here. Um, but anyway, we're that's settled true. in here for, for the first of four live shows right here from the Bar Canada. Uh, we're powered tonight by a special fortress meal that we got from our friends at Jesse Ray's Barbecue right here at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Set us up with the fortress, Paul. Your first thoughts on actually having a chance to eat the fortress. You've heard a lot about it, but now you have a chance to eat it. What do you think? Yummy. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. It was delicious. I mean, you know, the ribs fall off the bone. The, the brisket was delicious. Um I mean, the hot. I mean, what? I don't really know what else to say other than folks. Folks here in the D are experiencing Paul Hornstein speechless. Doesn't happen uh, often. Not speechless, but. <laughs> and I will tell you, folks, uh, because this is Bar Canada, Paul and I both decided to take adult beverages today that were um, Canadian in nature. Paul, what did you start with tonight? What you mean, a Labatt's Blue? Yeah, exactly. I got a little Molson on my side over here. But we are live, as I said, at the, uh, the beautiful Bar Canada. We've got football going on. We've got NHL hockey going on. In front of Paul and I, we're, we got our fingers crossed. It looks uh, a little Not bit bleak right now for Arizona State versus Wisconsin. 52 seconds to go and counting. And it uh, looks like uh, Wisconsin with their 4-2 lead, including an empty netter. And maybe they just added a fifth uh, yep. to uh, – to, to, uh, seal things away so uh let's start right there paul let's talk about asu and the things they've been battling because we know about the road trip we know about all those things that are happening uh but now they've got injuries and illness your thoughts on where they stand right now after uh getting swept in wisconsin what are you going to say i mean the coach is going to tell you that and and i applaud that mentality of we don't make excuses as soon as you start making excuses you're done Okay. Uh, they have had a lot of injury problems, and uh, they finally had their first. Uh, uh, I believe they had their first COVID issue, um, but 
Um, you know, they they're they're they were they're just down a lot of players. Uh, Matthew Koprub's out tonight, and his presence was definitely missed on the power play. Uh, James Sanchez not a hundred percent. Willie Neerum is out. Um, Jacob Wilson is was out of the concussion protocols. Um, you know, we we thought this team had some depth. Oh, it's about and it's a and 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 we and they definitely uh, have had their depth tested, um, maybe more than they expected. Or, or you might be able to expect. And we are now seeing the depth tested and the testiness of playing uh, a team in, in a conference style because as you watch the end of this game against Wisconsin, um, it was mentioned during the game that these two teams don't quote-unquote like each other. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what happens, right? Um you know, ASU went in there in November and swept Wisconsin. And now, you know, Wisconsin returns the favor. And, you know, when you play each other is that many times, and it's the, really the first time you've done that, the testiness was not, was not really a surprise. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Paul. When when we look at uh, college hockey, and uh, we talk about college hockey in the Southwest, and as you know, we added uh, a couple of teams this year. We added uh, Denver, Colorado College, and uh, Air Force to our lineup. But in the Southwest, and we're right here in Vegas, and uh, the closest NCAA program is going to be Arizona State, we wonder out loud and quietly how long is it going to be until this community, Vegas I'm talking about, finally gets an NCAA hockey team? So before we jump into breaking down the teams tonight, give me your thoughts on after being here in Vegas, I showed you around a little bit, I showed you the Golden Knights facility, showed you where UNLV has their facility, um, drove you by the Orleans, drove you by T-Mobile. Um, what's it going to take, Paul, in your estimation to get uh, an NCAA program right here in Las Vegas? Do you want the long-winded answer or do you want the short answer? We got an hour, Paul. Give us any answer do you we? want to give us. Well, the short answer is is what you would expect the answer to be: money. It, it, it's going to take months. The question would be, and the question uh, that has to be answered is, and and I don't have enough of a history to to understand it at, because I haven't been here. Um, could they play and would it be helpful to play at one of the buildings that already exist? Now, I'm sure that at some point, if they did make the jump to an NCAA program, that they would be able to play temporarily in any number of places. I mean, we were in City National yesterday, and they could very easily play that they could actually easily play there and get nice crowds, have be in that building, and have access to a lot of things that ASU has not had playing at Oceanside. Um, they've played games at the Orleans. Now, we didn't go inside that yesterday, so I don't have as good an inside view of what that building is like. But obviously, if, if they've had regular season games there, it's obviously uh, would be ready to go. Uh, the question would be is, would you have to have an on-campus facility for it to be successful and be accessible to the students? Um, you know, that would be a decision, obviously, for people much smarter than I, which is just about everybody. <laughs> okay, uh, let, me, let me tell you this about the on-campus facility, Paul. If that were uh, something that would be really required, the Thomas and Mack Center, I'm told, on the UNLV campus does have the capability to put ice in. Um, I don't know how much of an upgrade or what kind of cost that would, that would be, but they could do it. Um, 
you know, you and I have to- talked several times in the last few years about uh, just what it takes to uh, to build an NCAA program. Coach Powers has got the roadmap, right? He's taken it uh, partially from Penn State. He's divided, devised some of it himself. But what we do know, Paul, is that um, the, the program that's going to make the jump needs to be successful. We've, we've beat this uh, dead horse for a while, but Coach Powers won a national championship at the ACHA level. He also got a booster, got a few boosters to put out money for the program to get it funded, get it started. He also had a very receptive uh, athletic director at your alma mater and Ray Anderson. Uh, all of those things were key. But uh, when you look at UNLV, they've been successful over the past three years, four years, but they haven't won yet at the national level. They haven't been to a national tournament and won games like uh, right. Coach Powers thinks you need to do to be successful. Um, I think that's the next step. I think if and when they were able to knock off uh, somebody and win a national championship at ACHA Division One, I, I think then the money steps forward. And the money says, okay, you're ready. And if the money steps forward, uh, let's hope that the university steps forward. So that's that from that end of it. Well, see, and, and, and while I understand that line of thinking – it took a word from the athletic director at ASU, um, current Vegas Golden Knights beat writer for the Las Vegas Sun, Justin Emerson, had an interview with the athletic director, Ray Anderson, and he said, if the money was there, would you consider it? It wasn't since you guys won a club national championship would you consider it? The question was, if the money was there, would you consider it? And he said, yes. Yeah, that's now, great- I don't know the mindset of the current UNLV athletic director. You're going to have uh, Nick Raboni here on Wednesday night uh, after I leave. Uh, and obviously, he'll only say and so that, much. That was, done, that was done on Nick's request, by the way. Well, I don't blame him. If you want to, to, to be able to avoid dealing with me. Um, you don't know. And, and the Golden Knights have definitely changed that equation. So if you had a UNLV person go to the UNLV athletic director and say, hey, here's $35 million, start a team. If the athletic director was interested, why would the end result of UNLV season make a difference? It's just a matter of do you have somebody that's a question willing to write the check? Yeah, that's a question for Coach Powers. You want to uh, you want to direct that towards him because he's made it very clear to every. He's made it clear to every team that you must also be competitive and win at the level you're at before you make that consideration. And everybody, I, I, and I, I get that. No, no, and I get that. I completely, totally understand that. Okay, and I'm not saying that he's wrong, but the but, fact of the matter is. If somebody comes up and writes the check, why would you say no if you were legitimately interested in adding the program? Oh, bingo. You just hit the right word right there. You said legitimately. Legitimately, but That's the athletic this. director. Okay, no. Hold on a minute. If you have $35 million and you have the support of the athletic director and you have a team that does not have the right direction, the right uh, ability to recruit – the right ability to put people in the seats, you're, you're going to flounder. If you, you're you going to struggle. You're going to spend five years not like ASU where they went out and won hockey games right away, but you're going to be struggling to win. And guess what? If you don't win, it's really hard to well, keep fans. Well, first of all, I would hope that they would be, and, and Coach Powers will admit it, they probably either should have kept more of the club players or waited that extra year 
to start up. Well, well, keep in mind, Paul, they did play the the hybrid year. Yeah, I understand so, that. And, and that was by design to try to get a feel for what it was going to take and how you were going to have to build right. that roster. And I think anybody other than LIU that comes in right now is going to have to consider the same thing. They're going to have to consider uh, a hybrid season and then try to make the jump into competitive uh, okay, but here's NCAA the, hockey. Here's the question. Are you playing right away like ASU and LIU did? Or are you going to wait that year and a half like Penn State did? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. Okay, so we've hashed it over here now. We've been in Vegas. Hopefully, uh, Paul and I will be tomorrow uh, watching the latest and newest and greatest uh, professional team, the Henderson Silver Knights, tomorrow as they open up their training camp at the uh, the Henderson uh, Arena, Lifeguard Arena, uh, brand new. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, we're going to be over there a couple of days and taking in some uh, AHL hockey. Well, uh, honestly, everything around everything, uh, anything that has to do with <laughs> hockey around here is brand new. City <laughs> National is not exactly old. Uh, and by the way, folks, Paul was just admiring those gold jerseys from the Golden Knights, and he was just beaming over them. I say in jest. Okay, Paul, don't don't alienate anybody right now. Let's just say, tell us everybody that's listening out here in Vegas. Tell us about the red jerseys. How do you like those reverse retros? Do you mean the red ones? Yeah. I love those. Okay. We're staying away from the other ones because we don't want to alienate anybody tonight. Well, okay. that's, that's just, <laughs> listen, that's just the way it is. I mean, okay. I don't know why those aren't the third ones, but that's just me. Well, let me, let me tell you this. Here's what we're going to do tonight. Uh, if you're listening to us live on the Podbean app, which we hope that you are, I mean, more than 10,200 downloads have, have occurred on our podcast. But tonight, our friends at Behind the Mask have given us one, two, three uh, caps, Behind the Mask caps, and two water bottles that we can give away. So uh, a couple of things I'd like to do. Uh, if you're listening tonight live and you know where Paul Hornstein resides, what state he resides in, not Las Vegas, um, but uh, right now from... From we're in we're in Las Vegas. Tell us where Paul Hornstein. Send it to our, uh, the Podbean app with your uh, your name, and uh, if you get it right, we've got either a cap or a water bottle. Tell us what you like until they're gone. So uh, that's the first question. The first winner in gets it. I think we have a winner. We have a winner. Um, so so we know that one. Uh, stay tuned. Stay listening because we've got another one coming up uh, in just a little bit. So. Uh, our winner right now, uh, if you want to just send me a message and tell me if you'd like a white, blue, or tan cap, or a water bottle, water bottle, it's easy for me to say, the professional talker said, uh, we will actually get that out in the mail to you. Okay, so stay tuned for that. Um, we're going to jump in right now because ASU just ended their game, but there's another game that's uh, in progress at the end of the, the uh, first period. Denver, 2 nothing lead call over North Dakota. Listen, how many times have we said it? that as much as Denver has struggled, that it would be nothing or totally not surprising if all of a sudden they turned it around and ripped off seven or eight in a row. I mean, their team is just too good. They're just real. I just, you know, they just haven't been able to get any sort of consistent play this year. Um, and you, you and you know you're 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 seeing it from all over the country. I mean, Minnesota was as hot as you could be, and has now lost three out of the last four. St. Cloud was as hot as you could be, and lost two to Western Michigan this weekend. Okay, um, you know ASU beat Wisconsin twice. In, in November, Wisconsin came back and swept them this weekend. Uh, you really can't really have any sort of set expectations this year. It's just been crazy week after week after week. I mean, and if you look at the various league standings, they'll tell you the same thing. I mean... 
you know, Minnesota is is not – they were running away with it, but all of a sudden, like I said, lost three out of their last four. And, by the way, two at home to Notre Dame's past. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Wisconsin now has 21 points. Minnesota has 12. And Wisconsin's got two less league games to play. Or they, they played two less league games. So even if they split that, you're now talking 23 points, and you're only a couple of game, or a couple of games behind a Minnesota team that started the season at nine and zero. All right, um, I don't even know what the heck to make of the ECAC because that's yes. <laughs> Let, hold on a minute. Well, you're well, you're going to get into the next leagues. Let Let's quickly break down a little bit of uh, uh, of ASU and. Uh, the Big Ten as a whole, because you, you hit it pretty solid right there, Paul, when you said uh, Minnesota jumped out on the lead. And, and the first question I know as an ASU alum, I want to throw at you, and I want to get your opinion, because I have already formulated my opinion on how this uh, this goes. But um, has any team ever prepared more to beat another team than the University of Minnesota has to beat Arizona State? I opened the can of worms. You I, I don't. They, I don't think so. I mean, it was. It's noticeable. I mean, I've had a couple of conversations on Twitter, and no one is saying that it's not the case. <laughs> yeah. And I don't understand it. I mean, I do understand it, but I don't understand the the. The off ice, the the fact that the Minnesota fan base is as anti ASU as they are after only a few games. It's not like you know, at least you know ASU has played some teams every year, and so you could see where there might be some animosity built up. But until this year, they'd only played it twice. So I, I don't understand why, other than arrogance. So there, I said it. Ouch. Ouch, folks. If you can see, I was two feet from him. I'm now four feet. That was a hard right hook that I just took uh, regarding that as a Minnesota native. Uh, no, I totally It's also agree. what you wanted, isn't it? Uh, I, I totally agree with you, Paul. It is arrogance. It is uh, blindness. You just don't want to see it. Uh, we know that Arizona State is going to have to choose a, uh, a conference very, very soon. We know it's probably going to be Big Ten or it's going to be NCHC. I got a feeling uh, inside of me that it's going to be the Big Ten. I just have uh, a very good uh, thought that that's what's going to be. So, uh you know, and again, I'll remind folks that uh, I am a Minnesota native, and uh, I have seen a lot of hockey. I've seen a lot of Gopher hockey. I'm a UMD alum. I've seen Bemidji State. I've seen Minnesota State. I've seen uh, St. Cloud State. I've got friends and, and coaches and players and past players at all those places. So I get it. You're the state of Minnesota. You're the state of hockey. But come on, you, you got to acknowledge when other teams are doing things right. And Greg Powers and ASU are doing things right. Okay, the soapbox has just been kicked out from underneath me. We are now talking uh, a little bit about the rest of the teams that we cover. We're going to do that in about two minutes. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back live from the Bar Canada inside the D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. We'll be back in a few minutes. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. 
There are certain vehicles throughout history that are iconic. The Ford Mustang, the F-150. It's not an accident that these are amongst the best-selling best vehicles in America. Well, if you go to BellFord.com right now, you can reserve your own piece of history as this spring sees the return of the legendary Ford Bronco. Be it the Bronco or the Bronco Sport, you'll want to be part of this iconic return to the road or off-road in 2021. Go to the Arizona Ford Giant Bell Ford at 2401 West Bell Road, Phoenix, or bellford.com to find out how to reserve yours today. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. We are back here at the beautiful Bar Canada, right inside the D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino, right in downtown uh, Las Vegas, just off of Fremont Street. Uh, I've had to have a couple of ropes, some handcuffs and different things to try to hold Paul down because once he found out that Fremont Street was similar to uh, the, uh, the area in New York City that he favors quite a bit, uh, it was hard to keep him under control. Paul? Yeah, um, that's that's what that that is definitely what it was. Um, uh, I listen. I, I love the fact that that um, you know it was seventy degrees today, and I'm and yes, the water was very very warm from the stadium swim up at the Circa, and it was great, and the sun was shining, and it was awesome, and it's January, and I was in a swimming pool. I get that. Um, but this is, uh, to, to, get the reference that you were talking about, just in case anybody was wondering, very reminiscent of Times Square, at least here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought that. And, and Paul hasn't been out here for a long, long time. And when he was here, he was here Only for five hours, five hours. Right. Uh, and, uh, Vegas has changed. And even during COVID times, I mean, look around us here in the Bar Canada. Everybody's got a mask on. Everybody's trying to stay social distance as much as you possibly can. They're trying to do the right thing. But but listen, this is Vegas. It's really hard to do that. Paul and I are both sitting here. We're uh, we're masked up and we're not talking. We're uh, we're trying to do this. But this is important to bring sports back. The NHL is back. Uh, the AHL just announced that they're starting the training camp, as I already mentioned tomorrow. Uh, AHL hockey will be back at least in some cities in February. Uh, everybody's trying to do the right thing. The vaccine is out there. We're trying to do uh, uh, everything that we can on that end of it. But we're here to talk college hockey tonight. Tomorrow night we're going to talk professional hockey. We're hoping to have Darren Banks on with us to uh, to visit live here from the D. Uh, Tuesday night, Paul and I will be back. And by the way, Paul is going to be with me tomorrow night because Zach Bondurant is in uh, Chandler. you. He's doing some photo stuff. He's got some stuff from uh, the Kachinas and the Cactus Cup and all uh -huh. that. So uh, we'll give we'll give Zach the uh, the break on. He just probably couldn't hang with either one of you, either one of us. I, I think yeah. the whole thing. So, uh, but anyway, Paul will be with me tomorrow night, and then of course Paul and I will be back to talk our regular college hockey Southwest Weekly Show on Tuesday, and we are working for a special guest here from Vegas uh, to get on that as well. So lots of things happening. Um, right now, Paul, uh, another game is happening in the NCHC. It's Denver, North Dakota. We've both been trying to get logged on to our NCHC TV. 
<laughs> when you're on the road, sometimes you have technical difficulties, as we're finding out. But um, while Paul tries to do a little research on that end of it, I'm going to tell you that uh, if you're in Las Vegas and you haven't been to Bar Canada, come on down and see us because uh, it is a beautiful place. Uh, we're surrounded by uh, uh, sports fans, right? And uh, it was yeah, an atmosphere. And if you are a hockey fan, this is definitely a really good place to be because when there are games on, they have them all on. So can't, uh, you know, at least NHL games anyway. So before we jump into the NCHC stuff, I know you're still working on your stuff, but give me your thoughts last night when we were, uh, when the football was over <laughs> and we were sitting at stadium, stadium swim and all of a sudden up comes the Vegas Golden Knights Anaheim game on that huge huge screen outside of our, uh, our cabana. What were your thoughts, Paul? Uh, besides the sensory overload? <laughs> yeah, besides that, just seeing um, the game like you could outside in Vegas on a big screen. Oh, it was, it was great. I mean, you know, uh, when the football game finally did end, uh, and the, my sensory... Uh, perception <laughs> had to calm down a little bit. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, it was, you know, it's just a completely different experience. You know, you're sitting there, and the game is ending. By the way, at a time that I'm, I'm you know, it, the, the the three hour time zone. <laughs> Took my body a couple. Of, you know, I'm, I'm I'm much better today. Yesterday was the tough day. You know, Friday I flew out here. I was okay, but yesterday was definitely the tough day, without question. Um, I was starting to lose it uh, while we were sitting there doing those Instagram uh, posts that we did. You, I, and Stephen. Um, but, which by the way did not come out the way we planned uh, we'd hope for a little better but like you said the, uh, the surrounding uh, was what we were there for we're here to talk about all things uh, hockey in Vegas this week it is our actual Vegas week so uh, so we're here to be here um, the, the nice uh, the nice part about uh, Vegas is the growth Paul and I know you haven't been able to see it firsthand like I have but I, I was here five years ago when Vegas was just talking about and hoping that the NHL would give them a franchise and that they could do something with it. And there was a fundraiser uh, ticket drive where you could put down $100 and reserve your season ticket spot. And the feelers were out there. And then word got out that T-Mobile was going to build this beautiful facility for hockey. Yeah, I know. It has a whole bunch of concerts and things like that. But their tenant is the Golden Knights. And then from that, you saw, you saw the building of... City National. You saw it go from there. Then you saw uh, the uh, other things happening out there where Henderson got involved and then the AHL franchise came aboard. And now you've got UNLV, you've got Henderson, and you've got the Vegas Golden Knights. And they're at different places. They're at the Orleans. They're at City National. They're at T-Mobile. Soon to be the new uh, Henderson facility. So hockey has grown up very fast in Vegas, even in the midst of a pandemic. Oh, listen, it's great. I mean, uh, I said this to you yesterday when we were in the building. Um, I loved it when you walk into that rink like that. Love, love that smell. I love that smell of the rink. I love that smell of the, 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 the rubber mats that you have to walk on because you're wearing skates. <laughs> I, I, I know it sounds crazy. But the odor of hockey equipment, because they're not using any oxytocin. Yeah, he's, uh, defi he's definitely, he definitely, he's been here too long, folks. You know, um, you just it's just a different feeling. And, you know, we're, we're watching for a little bit. Teams practiced. They were little kids practicing. They could have been more than six or seven years old. And they had one of the ranks divided up into three. For small area practice, yeah, three, three, and and it was just, you know, I, I say it all the time. It's it's the one thing that I definitely miss is 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 coaching at uh, 
is coaching hockey, which I did for two years. Uh, although I'm not quite sure that the way USA Hockey has it set up now that I'd be able to do it uh, because of my lack of skating ability. Well, here, here's what we'd have to do. We'd have to bring you down here for a couple of weeks in December, January. We'd have to have Boris Dorzenko give you a little skating drills. And folks, if you don't know Boris, uh, you should because he's the guy that's trained Johnny Walker, uh, Jake Lovanovich. Uh, and then let's go up to, uh, oh, by the way, Hector Mahul, uh, one of the fastest skaters and best skaters in the world. And, of course, this little guy named Austin Matthews that's now pretty successful in the NHL all got their starts with uh, Boris Dorzenko. So, Paul, if you want to come out when you retire in a few years and, and get on the ice with Boris, we'll make it happen for you, my friend. Uh, you have to find some skates that are big enough. <laughs> There's always an excuse, folks. Remember, I'll go. No, I, listen, I didn't say I wouldn't do it. I just said you got to find some skates that were big enough. All it's right. The one thing I remember about skates is how they used to crush my feet. Okay, Randy Exelby, you are now challenged because the new skates, Paul. Paul doesn't know these new skates that are formed to your feet, no matter what size your feet are or how your feet are. They're formed to your feet. So, Randy, you now have a challenge to fit. What are you, what are you size 12, 13? What, what are we talking? Uh, I'm a size 11, four and a half E. Okay, there you My go. My feet are basically squares. So what we're going to try, we're going to try our friends at True Hockey uh, and see what they can come up with because I know Scotty can develop a, a skate that might work. So, Randy, your challenge right now is to see if you can get our, our big co-host on the, on the skate blades. And that Boris, your challenge to teach him everything that you know and get him up there at least to the level where he's, you know, Johnny Walker speed or something like that. How that? Listen, if he got me to be able to stop <laughs> before hitting the boards, that would be his crowning achievement. I promise you. Yeah, absolutely. That would be because that's the that would be the issue. Uh, I was I was able to skate a little bit once I'm out there, but I don't know how to stop. I never learned. You know, you know what we would call that? Paul would be drawing five-minute majors and game misconducts on everybody because you just have to touch him and then hit the board so hard that they'd, uh, they'd actually put the arm up and call the five-minute major and the game misconduct. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that would be really good. I'm, I'm sure that my doctor <laughs> would really go for that. <laughs> All right. Let's take one more quick break. Let's come back, and uh, and Paul's going to give us an update on what's going on in the uh, North Dakota-Denver game as they're now in period two. And uh, then we'll talk a little bit about uh, Colorado College and the challenges that they've had this year. And, of course, our friends uh, over at Air Force, uh, Frank Saratori and the guys, still on their uh, about the middle of their two-week uh, COVID break. So uh, as we do that, let's take a quick break. Let's hear from a couple of our partners, and we'll be right back. We've all been there. We know what kind of gift to get someone, but sometimes it can be too hard to make sure that the gift is the right size or style. So we shrug our shoulders and try to think of something else. Well, if that person is the hockey player in your life, the answer is easy. A gift certificate or a gift card to Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Whether you go to any of our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com, our gift cards are the perfect solution. Sports equipment, especially hockey equipment, has to feel right to the user, and the Behind the Mask gift card allows you to show the player how much you care and lets them pick out what's right for them, whether we're talking about sticks, gloves, skates, or more. Pick one up today at any of our Behind the Mask locations in Gilbert, Peoria, or Scottsdale, or at BehindTheMask.com. UNLV 
team Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Circa Resort and Casino present Professional Hockey. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S., Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. All right, welcome back in hockey fans, in the Southwest College hockey fans. In particular, if you are listening to us live on Podbean, you are experiencing our first live show done in a live audience setting right here at Bar Canada in uh, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, we are thrilled to be here. We are thrilled. I think to people see can tell around that, us. Though, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if uh, if everybody knows, but uh, they have really good Canadian beer here. And Paul and I have been able to get a quick sampling of uh, Paul. What did you have? Uh, Labatt's Blue. Labatt's Blue. I had a Molson, and uh, man, I mean, telling you, growing up 90 miles from the Canadian border, it is so nice to be able to try a Canadian beer again. And and our friends here at uh, at Bar Canada has done just a fantastic job of setting us up. We have three more shows coming from this beautiful location. Assuming uh, they let us. Yeah, we're going to get it done right. We're going to try to get some Vegas guests in here. Uh, if they're not in here with us due to COVID, we understand. But we'll try to get them on the show so they can tell us a little bit about Vegas hospitality. We've experienced it. As I said, this is College Hockey Southwest Live. And the goal, and Paul knows this, when I brought this to him, I said, hey, will you do another podcast with me? Uh, I said, he goes, what? What kind do you want to do? And I said, well, normal circumstances have college hockey games played Friday, Saturday nights, which means that Sunday rolls around, and it's a great time to do a recap. So how about if you watch the action Friday, Saturday night, and then Sunday night you join Paul and I to get a little reaction, and as we grow, we're going to hope to have some interaction where you'll be able to give us your thoughts on why uh, your team is performing the way they are, whether it be – uh, the Denver Pioneers, or Colorado College Tigers, or Air Force uh, Falcons, or of course the Arizona State Sun Devils. So we talked a little bit about Arizona State. They finished up their game already. They fell short, 5-2 with a couple of uh, empty netters in the end yeah. to make that uh, score what it was. But Paul, there's another game going on right now, and it's a big one in the NCAC. Tell us about it, what you know. Well, listen, I mean... North Dakota's got a lot of firepower, and they're at least 0-for-1 on the power play. Denver's up 2-0 uh, after they've been struggling. So, I mean, you know, they're about halfway through that game, and Denver is is is, 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 is still shutting down North Dakota. And, and, you know, when you look at it, right, North Dakota on the season is 7-2-2, two and, two, uh, and Denver – who started out the season in the top five along with North Dakota, four, six, and one. So, you know, it's Denver has definitely been struggling. Uh, North Dakota is about where they expected to be. I mean, they are in second place, but they played three less games than first place St. Cloud. So, uh, tonight would be one of those games in a makeup situation, or at least where they would start to catch up in terms of the number of games played. But once again, halfway through the game, they're down two nothing. You know, and Denver is, is 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 shutting them down for now. But as you know, as explosive as North Dakota is, it doesn't take very long for them to go right into, uh, you know, it, 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 
you know, there's a lot of time left for a two-goal lead, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just to give you a quick update, Ryan Barrow uh, got the first goal for Denver in the first period at 13.48. Reed Irwin just uh, less than, uh, what, three minutes later at 16.45 made it 2-0 uh, Denver. Um, you think Denver's happy to have a guy that that played in the World Juniors and came back with a gold medal hanging around his neck and Bobby Brink uh, back in the lineup, Paul? I'm sure they are, but just like North Dakota had some players playing in the World Junior Championships too. Uh, and this is a game right now with a lot of penalties. Quit, uh, quit breaking, quit busting my balloon. I wanted to talk about a Minnesota kid. Uh, you always want to talk Bob, about Minnesota kids. Bobby the Blur Brink is just turning. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, uh, no. Folks, in case, let me tell you two things that Paul doesn't like. He doesn't, well, three things. He doesn't like my nicknames that I give players. He hates my magic numbers that I, that I put or out anything, there. anything, by the way, in terms of nicknames. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't like that there's a, a magic number that I create every year. He also now has informed me, oh, well, he's informed me a while ago, but it's starting to come to the surface more and more now is he hates a zero-zero tie. Uh, one of these days we're going to have Alex Heinert on here because they keep moving the games to Sundays after he agrees <laughs> to come on here. and I have to ask him ah, cause, because zero is a number and if you don't have any goals you have nothing you don't have zero. You have. You haven't achieved nothing. zero yet, is what you're saying. That is correct. You don't start at zero. You start at nothing. Okay. So as we and, speak, and, and and so I have to ask him, just because this way, you know, if he ever listen, if he's listening to this or he listens on whatever, to, uh, he he's not blindsided by this weirdo question because it's nothing. It's not zero. It is nothing. Look it up. As Yogi Berra said, you can look it up. <laughs> okay, so as we speak, folks, uh, period two is underway uh, in Denver at Magnus Arena. It is uh, 11.26 to go. Denver's still hanging on to that. I don't know if they're hanging on. But I'm not watching it, but I can tell you they have a 2 nothing lead over North Dakota. Um, and and Paul looked down the NCHC a little bit. Uh, I, now, what I want to challenge him on is Atlanta hockey. Paul, give us a little breakdown on oh, Atlanta hockey because, I mean, uh, man, oh, man, when we talked to Frank Serratore, the head coach at the Air Force, uh, we were both, I think, just a little bit stunned when he said, we asked him about his team and what he wanted to see out of his team, and he said, the first thing I want to see, guys, is 13 games played so that we can qualify. Well, they're not there right now, yet. Right now, they have nine. Yeah, they're not they there yet. There? Nobody in that league is there yet. Nobody in that league has gotten to 13 games yet. So I don't know. I mean, they probably will. Um, and with this craziness year, this might be a year, if you look at the, at the standings, where they might actually get a second team if they have a 16-team NCAA tournament. Because you have two, two, team, two schools in that team that are 7-1 and one, uh, in their league play, 9-3 and three overall. Um, so you might, you just might, and that would be like the crazy, the marking, the total complete marking of a crazy year. Uh, and I'm not trying to disparage Atlantic hockey. It's just... The, the history is on the argument of my side. Uh, I, I think there's only been maybe one year or two years at most where they've gotten two teams into the tournament. So uh, it would be almost fitting that this would be the year they get two teams <laughs> in the tournament. Let, let me I'm tell you this, Paul. Uh, uh, Jake Durflinger just scored an unassisted goal for Denver. They're now up 3 nothing. So Minnesota gets swept at home uh, by Notre Dame, and Denver now has got a nice lead. I don't know if I call it comfortable yet, but on North Dakota, well, it's in not Denver. comfortable. 
it's not comfortable because they're playing North Dakota. Yeah. But the style that Denver plays in terms of choking you off and choking you down uh, when they get a lead. Uh, I mean, if you, if you sat there and said to me that, that Denver was going to win this game, you would never be surprised. You would certainly be surprised if they shut them out. But yeah. you would totally also great. be surprised if they blew a three-goal lead because that's just not the way they play. And rebounding back to Atlanta hockey ball, AIC at 10-3-0 and Robert Morris at 11-3-0. I think in this crazy year, it's going to be very, very hard to keep an 11-12, 13-win team out of the tournament. Uh, just I don't know. Because I, yeah, I, I think it will be. And, and Coach Powers, remember when Coach Powers is on and we were talking about what he had to do in the quote-unquote second half of the season, he said, I think what we need to do is just try to get to 500, and a 500 record might be enough. He wasn't sure, obviously. Uh, there is no RPI to balance it off with because all these games have either been conference games or the, the two non-conference games playing as many games as they can against teams that they can, but, uh, you know, it's going to be hard if your record is sub-500 to get in, I think. I think they're going to find 16 teams that are above 500. And when you look at AIC and Robert Morris, yes, I know, the competition may not be uh, NCHC or Big Ten level, but they still got 10 wins and 11 wins, respectively. So you can't really discount winning hockey games. No, but this is what I'm talking about, man. I mean... Like I said, I think it's only happened once that Atlantic has gotten two teams in. And, you know, with the with the craziness of 2020 or 2021 in terms of the school year, it, it almost seems like they should get two teams in this year. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so tomorrow night uh, on – you know what hockey night in the NCAA is every night now, right? <laughs> There's a game somewhere. Yeah, I mean, Bo every year. Boston, you and Massachusetts are going to play uh, in tomorrow, being Martin Luther King Day. Um, a lot of, lot of uh, schools are out and things like that. So that would be a lot of attendance uh, options. Uh, Omaha, Colorado College playing uh, in Colorado Springs in the second well, let's 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 wait until <laughs> tomorrow wait gets tomorrow. here. <laughs> Okay, Omaha is scheduled to play Colorado College tomorrow. There we go. And North Dakota is scheduled to play Denver again in the second half of their two-game series in there Denver. So Colorado's got some action. Arizona State's going to take a few days off, and they can break back to action on Thursday night hockey yeah. in Minnesota. Yeah, they. I mean, they get right back into it on Thursday night. And regardless of what happens in those two games, uh, I think – that they're going to be a team. They will. They will have a, a about a two week break from playing games and be home for a couple of weeks. Um, and, and I think that two weeks, if they get healthy and they get that rest of being at home, I, I think you could see a stretch run in those last three to four weekends of the season since they will have actually gotten some rest and had a chance to get their batteries recharged, which I'm not sure they were able to do really over the Christmas break. Uh, they certainly have not been healthy. And like I said, I don't want I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to make excuses because the coach would say we don't, we don't make excuses around here. And he said it last night in the post-game press conference. We don't make excuses. That's not what we're built on. It is what it is. We play with who we have, and that's it. Okay, so we know Colorado College is scheduled to be back on the ice. Um, I just want to throw a little sympathy, if I can, Paul, the Air Force Falcons way because, um, you know, you look at the record, uh, overall record of 0-8-1, and, and you look at Frank Serratore, and you know his body of work, and as we've, we've known him now through our friend Pat McLeddy, that he's the czar of college hockey, um, they're not going to get back on the ice now. They're scheduled to get back on January 30th, in January 31st, they just came off of a what six-week layoff before they went on 
out to your neck of well, not your neck of the woods, but your state, New York, and and play the weeks worth of games. Then they come back and they have test uh, positive test cases yeah, I don't, with their players. I mean, I, I just I can't. I, I just I mean, wow. I mean, you talk about a team that has been snake bit, and you're definitely talking about Air Force. Uh, because you can't play more, you know, they're, they're traditionally been a second half team. And that means you get into a groove as the season goes on. They haven't been able to do that because they haven't been able to play more than two weeks in a row. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so as this show winds down, again, we are here live at the uh, beautiful Bar Canada inside the D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino, downtown Las Vegas. Things are starting to wind down. We want to thank our partners uh, for, of course, our presenting partner Behind the Mask for uh, for giving us some prizes to give away. Um, we're going to let you do this, folks. You're going to be able to jump on our uh, Twitter account at IceTimeSW, and if you did hear the show tonight, just give us a couple of things that we talked about that I can send you out uh, either a hat or a water bottle. I've got uh, four left. Uh, so to find something on Twitter, go to IceTimeSW. Uh, first of all, you got to be following us. And just said, you know, hey, I listened Would to the help. podcast. I found something. Uh, this is what I heard you guys talking about. And uh, guess what? we got something coming your way for the first four people that do that. So IceTimeSW on Twitter gets you some more prizes. Uh, I got two hats. I got two water bottles here for our friends at Behind the Mask. We always want to shout out Jesse Ray's Barbecue because uh, we have uh, their their barbecue Hard to mail sauce. That, though. We have their barbecue sauce uh, available. Okay, so you can purchase that on our store page. We're working right now, and I don't know if Paul even knows this yet, but we're working on uh, a, a gift card setup where if you want to be a partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. We will get you the opportunity to uh, you provide us some gift cards. We'll sell them uh, on our website so you can actually pick up gift cards. I know our friends at Burrito Express are going that direction, and we will have more, no doubt about it. But back to the, the main thing, uh, Mike and Jesse Ray over at Jesse Ray's Barbecue have agreed to provide us with meals to get us prepared because we can't do a Vegas show without Vegas Barbecue. So tonight it was a fortress. I had no idea what Mike's got in line for us tomorrow night. But if you haven't eaten there yet, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, you need yeah, to get, get over, over there. there. Get over to Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Give it a try. See what you think. Get some of their God sauce. Paul's got uh, how many how many bottles did you take home with you today? Four? Um, is this officially or unofficially? <laughs> uh, folks, he's got enough to last him uh, a little while as uh, – He's on his way to the post office to mail it back. No, and, I'm not. Uh, no, you're not. You're just going to No, no, no. What's going to happen with it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. He's not. We don't know what he's going to do. He's going to do something with it, but I'm sure that he's going to I'm going to make it. you drive it to me. Uh, so a big shout-out to our friends uh, at uh, Jesse Ray's Barbecue for, for setting up our pregame meal, if you will. It, it takes a little work to get both of us set up, and, of course, our uh, – our uh, technical director and executive producer, Terry, always enjoys a little bit of food as well when we can get her something. So we thank her for uh, for setting the show up for us. It is now 4 nothing fall in Denver. Uh, Have we put her to sleep yet, by the way? <laughs> I don't think Karen? so. <laughs> but, or is she just glad to be rid of us for a couple hours? I think she's glad to be rid of us for a couple hours. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> so, so I wanted to shout out that. I also wanted to shout out our friends at Behind the Mask because they came on board with us to present the Sunday night show. We love having Behind the Mask on anything that you need. Paul also got a little Christmas gift a little late going back with them, a really nice CCM winter coat. that We, we thought, folks, that he was going to be going to some games for us in the wintertime. Little did we know that COVID is going to say, no, save that nope. coat for next year. Well, no, I'll probably use it soon, unfortunately, but I will use it. Uh, I hope you know. I actually, <laughs> use the zipper on my last winter coat starting to act funny on me. So there you go. Jacket anyway. Absolutely. Thanks, thanks Randy. <laughs> so we're in good shape on that end of it. We always want to thank all of our partners because we couldn't do what we do without them. There's still room on the partner train, as I like to say, Paul. So if you want to get in touch with me. 
uh, you can go to the website. You can reach me on social media. You can direct message me and say, hey, listen, uh, we heard the podcast. We want to be a part of this. We want you to uh, start talking about us as a partner for you. Um, okay, so tomorrow we're hopefully going to sneak over to Henderson and see what's going on with the Henderson Silver Knights. Uh, tonight we're going to wrap things up, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh things on Tuesday night where hopefully we have a former collegiate hockey player who is now a professional player join us. That's our goal, and uh, and we'll see what happens. So it's been great here at the D at uh, Bar yep. Canada. Paul, final thoughts? Um, listen, it's, just, it's, it's, it's nice to do this face-to-face, sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> well, because we're sitting next, we're not sitting in front of each other. Uh, and you know, it's it's been a great experience so far. And it uh, we got a few days left. We're just we're just trying to enjoy every minute of it. Okay, final word from you. I want to get your thoughts on did at what you've seen to this point. Has Vegas hockey been? what you thought it was going to be from across the country? Um, well, like I said, I mean, you, 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 they have all these brand-new ranks. I mean, that's what you need, right? We saw all those kids playing yesterday. That was awesome. You know, and, you know, you had three different teams practicing at the same time. Uh, the parking lot was busy, which is good. And... You know, listen, it would, would it have been nice to be at a game with a full building? Of course. You know, and that'll be the, the one thing on the experience that, unfortunately, we're not able to deal with. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and it was just uh, nice to, to see all the ranks. I mean, we went by the Orleans. We went to the City National. We went past the T-Mobile, which looks very nice from the outside. We won't talk about the Raiders Stadium because I don't what color is that, Paul? I don't understand the black in the desert, but you know what do I know? I'm not an architect. Um, you could have made it silver, which is another Raiders color, but what do I know? Um, but you know, it's 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 been a great time. It's 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 been fun, and uh, like I said, this the first time I've really been here for more than a cab ride. Uh, I'm just glad that I'm not a gambler. So <laughs> there are plenty of places to do that right here at the Circa Sportsbook, which is right behind us. So, folks, if you have not signed up at Circa, get signed up at the Circa Sportsbook. Don't let that pass you by. Uh, I'm going to let Paul uh, do our uh, final read uh, of the night, and we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers in a minute. Behind the masks, College Hockey Southwest Live on the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network has been brought to you by Belfort, presenting partner of the Sunday special. Visit Belfort.com and explore the 2021 return of the legendary Ford Bronco. Roger Klein's. Mexican Moonshine Tancion Tequila. 100% blue agave is used to make our unique tastes. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com and order any of our three award-winning flavors. Behind the mask, ice, in line, in net, up the ice, whatever your hockey needs are. See our three value locations or BehindTheMask.com. Burrito Express, homemade taste, takeout speed. Six East Valley locations. Go to BurritoExpress.com to find the one near you. Buy Verizon Wireless, the 5G coverage America's been waiting for. Jesse Ray's Barbecue here in Las Vegas. It's all about the butt. By the NCHC. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the Conference of Hockey Champions. Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers. Sports, craft beers, made to order burgers. 12 Valley locations, two in California. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division One Hockey, fabulous Las Vegas atmosphere. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. Pre-game, post-game, during the game, the place to be, to be with ASU fans. 
College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by Behind the Mask, and all of the IcetimeHockeySW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to play and turn on your ITHSW podcasts, Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. A big shout-out to uh, Derek Stevens uh, here at the D Circa for taking such good care of us this week. As uh, We still have three shows to go, folks, and we're going to be talking more hockey for you at Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly tomorrow. Paul is going to be joining me live right here uh, where we are. Uh, Tuesday night, Paul's coming back with us again for College Hockey Southwest Weekly. And then I'm Stephen sure you'll Marsh be sick of me by then. And Stephen Marsh and I will be in here on Wednesday night for Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. If you are in the Las Vegas area, come on down. Pick up a couple of prizes that we got sitting at our prize table. Come by, say hello, tell us that you love listening to the podcast. If you cannot, by all means, uh, download the podcast anywhere that you get your podcasts. And enjoy hearing our wonderful voices time in and time out as we talk both professional and college hockey for you on ITHSW Podcasts. So we'll say goodnight for Paul Hornstein, Scott Strandy, saying goodnight, everybody, from the beautiful Bar Canada in the D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. Good night.